This episode of Mulder Was Right is sponsored by Conspiracy Unlimited with Richard Serrett. Welcome to Mulder Was Right. My name is Curtis. We discuss conspiracy theories and alternative facts. Today I'm joined by Brendan. Hi, everybody. And then and then we have an additional human today. <laughs> uh, Someone my name else. Is Brandon. Brandon. Uh, now, for those of you at home, uh, we do understand that those are very similar names. Um, yep. <laughs> well, that's too bad. It's, it's the mom mine. It's the name my mom gave me. It's the name your mother gave you. Yeah. Um, I, did you get yours from your mom? I did. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. All right. Well. Fun fact, I was actually uh, named after a dog. What? Yeah. Um, my my parents, uh, they knew some some dog that was named Brendan, and then uh, I came out with, uh, I came out wearing, or not wearing, I came out with red hair. And uh, they put two and two together with this dog and then uh, Clifford the Big Red Dog. And it was very mm-hmm. – I mean, Bren- Brendan specifically is a very Irish name. So they uh, decided to go with Brendan because of the red hair. I had no idea you were Irish. Well, I'm Irish. Uh, I'm named after a Michael Jackson impersonator. It's- <laughs> okay. <laughs> Basically the same thing. Uh, yeah. Cool. <laughs> dog michael jackson impersonator mm-hmm. yeah yeah i'm named after like a great uncle like someone like a human being in my family <laughs> like familial relationships yeah. mean <laughs> very little <laughs> um so uh we're here today we are uh, <laughs> we are here today <laughs> uh so um we have we're gonna talk about ufos today and uh a little bit about ufology um for those of you who've forgotten what UFOs are, uh, and ufology and um, stands for unidentified flying object. UFOs. UFOs. Yes. Uh, now there have been uh, just some sort of like semi-recent doings in in the UFO world. Um, okay. And so we're gonna we're gonna sort of discuss uh, a couple things that have like recently occurred. Um, are these congressional in nature? They, uh, some of them may have, have relations to, uh, Congress. Yes. Um, uh, but we'll, we'll get to that. Um, we'll, we'll work our way there. I'm going to start with, um, there's actually been a fairly, uh, notable event that occurred back in October, um, in the, uh, astronomical world. I was trying very hard to not say astrological, (laughs) uh, in the astronomical world. Um, we've had our first interstellar visitor to this solar system. And that would be? That would be a, uh, something called, it's been deemed, uh, Oumuamua, which is a Hawaiian (laughs) word that, uh, vaguely just sort of means scout. Um, or like one who goes before. Yes. Uh, um, Oumuamua is uh, not from our solar system. Uh, now, we have a lot of comets and things that uh, move, that sort of orbit around the sun, uh, like Halley's Comet 
gets close to the sun sometimes and then goes way off beyond Neptune and stuff. And then in 70 years, it comes back and does that cycle for a while. And we have a bunch of stuff like that. Um, and most of our like asteroids and everything we see up there in the sky that people are looking at, you know, those all sort of orbit the sun. They're a part of our sort of local realm. Um, but Oumuamua is not. It is, it is something that has come from another solar system completely and it's just making its way through the galaxy as a whole um and so that was a very notable thing uh to see um obviously it's happened before but we've just never caught it while it's happening is this that big long thing it's a big long thing yeah 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 okay i kind of remember uh it is um it's it, it looks uh it's a big it looks. <laughs> I'm trying to describe like a it big breadstick, as right? not a penis. Is kind <laughs> okay, of how I'm right. trying to describe it. <laughs> Curtis, but it, it's, it's okay. Our audience is very mature, yeah. as are we, and we can say penis without giggling. We can uh, penis say penis. without giggling. Penis. Penis. <laughs> penis. I can't. Um, <laughs> uh, but it, I would it, say it looks like a breadstick. It does kind of look like a breadstick, um, or we kind of assume it looks like a breadstick. Uh, I actually, the, <laughs> what we've seen in telescopes has been nothing more than like a pixel, uh, because it's a rock that's flying through space. That's pretty far away. So pretty far away and moving yeah. pretty fast. Yeah, it is moving pretty fast. Um, and, uh, but there are the pixel, uh, like it brightens and it dims in a certain, uh, at a certain variance that we can assume would be from like a long, object that's tumbling and so when it's when it's flat side is facing us it's reflecting a lot of light and we can see it really easily um and when it's like nub like the thin side yeah, is facing right. us we can't see it as well and so, so that's going end over end it's sort of it just seems? tumbling oh, all around okay. things oh, don't okay. sure, sure. things don't tumble in evenly space. in space right. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah they tumble badly got it um, me too <laughs> if you don't know the name uh Oumuamua, you might know it more commonly as uh uh one i 2017 ui um you see i thought you were gonna gonna say uh that one tiny pixel that no. we saw on the telescope <laughs> that's what i know it as yeah um there are there's a common uh if you google Oumuamua, which is o-u-m-u-a-m-u-a uh uh, if you Google it, you'll see an artist's representation of it that looks very nice and pretty. Um, that is not a real picture of it. Um, we cannot. It's too far away to get a good picture of. Okay. Um, uh, so, yeah, it is. Um, it's not from the solar system. It's assumed to just be a rock. Doesn't uh, seem all that exciting, right. to be honest. Um, but uh, I've seen rocks before. Well, you've seen. It's It's a fairly big rock. Uh, I've seen big rocks before. 230. Scouts should be sort of under the radar, right? Like they shouldn't be too scary because then mm -hmm. we're, we're going to know it's coming. It's actually, uh, yeah, it's actually not even that big in terms of like astronomical sizes. It's only 800 feet by 100 feet about. So I've seen rocks that big, probably. Yeah, you can just look down. I didn't, I didn't actually measure <laughs> it, but. Theoretically, I've seen a rock that big. You probably have. Yeah. Like, it's probably just a big piece over, of the, over all the years that I've like been alive. A cliff probably that you saw. Yeah, some piece of the Earth. Um. So so yeah so but you're right. Like, what's the big deal? It's just sort of a rock 
that yeah it's not from our solar system and we'll never see it again um but what's the big deal yeah that's 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 what i'm wondering um well uh there are some theories about Oumuamua that are conspiratorial in nature really uh conspiracy theory on this podcast on this podcast (laughs) (laughs) um and i mean well really like there's not a lot to go off uh there's not a lot that um not a lot to guess about what it's what it is um so it's it's rock is it's that um well the theory is that it's not a rock oh well yeah yeah right yeah that it's um, actually it's like info. something um, that people started to notice is it's kind of like long and thin, kind of like a rocket ship, you know? Okay. Um, and oh, if you think about it, it's, it's only like 800 feet by like 100 feet. Like that could be like a rocket ship. That could be like a rocket um, ship. And it's actually, it was so much uh, like suspected that we actually like pointed radio telescopes at it. Um, okay. Uh, the SETI, the Search for Extraterrestrial Intelligence, which is in New Mexico, um, which is just a big field of of uh, antennas, just big disks, um, satellite disks. Uh, they they pointed at it and um, to see if it was shooting any radio waves out. Um, so this this is something that like real scientists actually took time out of their day <laughs> to double check and make sure. Hey, are you aliens? I mean. You might as well. You might as well. You're the search for extraterrestrial intelligence. That's your job. You might as well point it at a rock. You see, I feel like they didn't take time out of their day. They were just like, this is your job. Yeah. (laughs) Is that a rock? Is that a spaceship? Or is that a giant breadstick? Like, we need to know. Because we're kind of hungry and Olive Garden is running short. (laughs) Yeah. On breadsticks. (laughs) Um, They say say never ending, but. uh, Oh, they come to an end. It's because the space breadstick bread hasn't landed on the Earth in a while. Yeah. Because they haven't been able to farm. That's where breadsticks come right. from. They yep. come from asteroid impacts on Precisely. the planet Earth. Yep. Yep. Um, yep. And they sort of just break into those pieces. That's why Olive Garden's nicely, so good. Nicely it's formed. terrestrial Yeah, they, Olive Garden went in. Um, it was actually a lot of controversy because Olive Garden has taken all the perfectly formed pieces and they get in and they sort of have a monopoly on, on the yeah. asteroids. Um, they they murder a lot of people. Yeah. Capitalism. I hear, uh, I hear Chili's really wants in on that. Yeah, Chili's, um, but Chili's isn't the good guy. They they just want to be in there murdering right, as well. Right, well, yeah, right, of course. Right, right. Yeah, uh, Chili's is bad anyway, so we don't want to. Yeah. Just, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So Curtis, uh, so what did they find? Well, the, so well, like this just like got, queued up a lot of people to be thinking about this. I mean, this is literally like Arthur C. Clarke wrote, wrote a novel called uh, Rendezvous with Rama. Um, that like the start of the book is like, hey, this thing, this like piece of rock that they thought was a piece of rock like comes just shows up in the solar system and it turns out to be like an alien spacecraft uh and so yeah i mean i've, I've seen the movie arrival sure yeah or yeah, so it's like it's the same Amazon thing now. Yeah. yeah that's where i watched it oh, actually yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't pay to watch that movie are you um, saying it's bad no okay. I'm, I'm just saying i didn't okay. pay for, to okay. go see it <laughs> good, good, good. Yeah. just stating a fact it was it was, it was very good it was great. Movie. Arrival is an excellent film. Yes. Uh, but yeah, but like, and astronomers like science fiction, like no one wants aliens to be real more than astronomers. So astronomers got excited about seeing sort of this first interstellar visitor. Um, uh, I have a, like a Reddit post here from an astronomer that says, um, 
He says, I will never say this lightly, but we are, swear to God, actually discussing with some serious right now, what are the odds that this was actually a spaceship? Which I 100% assure you has never happened before in my memory with seriousness. He's very serious. Um, (laughs) Basically, the dimensions of this thing being so much longer than it is tall, combined with the fact that it has no dust, are both highly irregular details. Not so irregular that there's no natural way to explain them, but irregular enough that this is definitely not your normal space rock. Uh, And unfortunately, we're not going to get any more new data on this space rock because it's just it just left it's gone. it's gone never to come back to the solar system probably uh so i guess we'll be speculating about this for the rest of my professional career um the issue is that it is tumbling um and that it doesn't have like a, a steady course um yeah theoretically rocket ships don't tumble right you wouldn't want them to yeah not you really just gotta, you really gotta go one way yeah not uh not flipping through space. it kind of fuck up your life a little bit yeah it would, uh, it would not be fun <laughs> Uh, they also didn't detect any thermal emissions or any radio or any signs of life whatsoever, you know, aside from the fact that it's a rock. Uh, well, rocks, rocks aren't living, Curtis. Yeah, I know. What, you know. Well, you know, there's that episode of SpongeBob where they drive rocks around. Right, so, right, right. You know, that's real. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but this guy says, but there's no way that doesn't mean it's the dead hull of an alien spacecraft from millions of years ago. That's that's a fair point. And so, uh, yeah. And so he's arguing that this is, you know, all the aliens are dead. This is just a ship left over that's tumbling through space. It's uh, very depressing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of. Kind of a bummer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we discover aliens, but dead aliens they're dead. Tumbling through endlessly through yeah. the universe. It's pretty. We don't know how dark, long they've actually. been dead, yeah. but uh, they're uh, they're dead. Dead. <laughs> Uh, he goes on to say that he does actually believe it probably was a rock, that it is the, the likelihood that it is just a space rock is very, very high. Um, at this moment, I believe it is a space. Yeah. Um, but people, you know, people are latching onto this because, uh, there was like astronomers like got really excited about it and they were like, maybe it is aliens. We don't know. And a couple like high ranking astronomers, like, uh, sort of, um, they didn't like talk about the real possibility that it might be aliens, but they sort of like played devil's advocate and said, well, if it was then, and then they went to sort of describe like it could be just because it's kind of weird, kind of like that one astronomer was just saying there. Um, and so some theorists sort of lashed onto this and they're like, uh, like there's a bunch of like, um, you can find articles on the internet that are like, uh, scientist who whose boss is Stephen Hawking thinks that this is aliens. And it was really just like another one of those astronomers just saying like, hey, you know, if it was, this is how it could be. Um, but it's probably just a rock. Um, and like some, I think like one time that guy talked to Stephen Hawking or something. And so everyone's saying Stephen Hawking okay. thinks right. Oumuamua is an alien spaceship is like the headline of all the articles, which go on to say, that's actually not true at all. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> that's all the, that's all the clickbait. Yeah. yeah I mean, I mean, this episode is going to be called look aliens <laughs> discovered. They're coming here. hundred percent alien 100%. on this episode. Uh, it's Brandon. It's Brandon. Brandon <laughs> is the alien. Hi. Here I am. Brandon was on Oumuamua. Um, and the breadstick. And just, it left, but Brandon stayed here. Brandon left the breadstick. It's kind of a bummer. I, I wanted to keep going. I don't want to be here. <laughs> <laughs> but, 
well. That's um, so yeah. And some of the astronomers are saying like, if they were aliens, they were probably just using our sun to slingshot themselves to elsewhere. Um, because that's a, an astronomical, uh, thing we do when we're trying to like launch satellites far away we'll like whip them around jupiter or something and it helps them gain speed and uh, in the film, get, get pointed uh, in the right direction Mar- uh, hmm. happens martian in movie. the martian movie uh, marsh the martian but the, the potatoes the martian oh okay yeah <laughs> <laughs> you said the martian movie and i and i thought you would get there on your own <laughs> I, believe, I believe that also i'm really new here I, I i haven't absorbed all of your culture yet you haven't absorbed talking, <laughs> talking. Yeah. Yeah, the martian movie pretty sure that also happened in like apollo 11 I, it happens and armageddon probably it happens in movies <laughs> where they are traveling through space and they want to have some sort of like it did happen in armageddon yeah yeah i'm pretty sure it did <laughs> They use they use the weight of Bruce Willis in, in Armageddon. They they're Get also they're also like on the asteroid and they like are driving this little buggy around and they do this like two mile ramp basically over like a Grand Canyon on <laughs> on the asteroid and it's pretty ridiculous um, and no one dies from that. Nope, uh, someone does die in the movie. Uh, Bruce spoilers. Willis dies uh, wow. at the end. <laughs> okay, spoilers. And then Aerosmith plays. Yes. Oh, close my eyes. That whole thing happens. That sounds as bad as The Martian. The Martian it, it, ends with a weird pop song, too. Yeah. Stop ending your <laughs> science fiction movies with pop songs. Yeah. Well, stop. It's really easy. Well, Arrival didn't end with a pop song. It, it's so. true. That ended very well. It's, it's it, ended, it ends very well. The whole movie is very good. Yeah, the it's whole movie's it's great. Well, very movie. well crafted. Yeah. 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 <laughs> We can just talk, I could talk about Arrival for the rest of the podcast. We could do that. Also. And you're probably... listening to the Arrival podcast. <laughs> Every episode, we talk... we talk about Arrival, the movie. <laughs> and Ted Chiang, the author who wrote the original short story. <laughs> I've read that, too. Um, <laughs> so I'm bringing up Oumuamua because this happened last October, like October 2017. Insane. We discovered it. It was already moving away from our solar system when we discovered it. Um oh. Uh, someone named Robert Werrick, uh, <laughs> W-E-R-Y-K, has one of the hardest names to say. It's all er sounds, Robert Werrick. <laughs> um, and he discovered it uh, at an observatory in Hawaii, uh, which is why it has an Hawaiian why name. Um, and so that was kind of a big deal, um, and it just happened. So, you know, we might hear more about Oumuamua. I like, I like bringing up things that are kind of like new and yeah interesting um and there's like another uh in in terms of timing it's it's interesting because um of of the next thing i'm going to talk about uh which is a new york times article that came out uh this past december um so you know only a month and a half later or something uh um uh have either of you i think brandon i think you know this article I know a bit about it. A bit yeah. about it. Do yeah. you know the article I'm talking about, I Brendan? Don't. You don't. Okay, so this is actually um, Get ready for this. this very ridiculous. I'm gonna brace myself. It's, I'm ready. It's it's very applicable to our podcast. Um, and does it does it talk about uh, X Files references? It does. Actually, says our names. Are you serious? No, it doesn't at all. It does not. Um, <laughs> uh, I was gonna go on to say like see, we're on, we're there's a picture of us and see, it says you, see, you were going right. to that. Uh, I wasn't actually listening to what you were saying. I was, <laughs> I was just, I thought you were going to say, actually, it does reference the X-Files. No. <laughs> That's where I thought you were going. And then you branched into, uh, use our names. And I was like, eh, whatever. Yeah. I sort of, um, yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, so I'm trying to load the article right now. My computer's being a little slow, so let's just hope I can re remember all of it. Um, I can help you with some things. Cause I you can help me with some things. things. So uh, it's about December 17th, I think the article came out, or something like that, 16th. Um, and it tells of a government program uh, that ended in 2012. Uh, and um, the, the program was literally to investigate... Uh, ufos uh sightings of ufos UFOs. events uh ufos um many a couple events uh that um you know like uh like navy pilots have seen um when they see like where what was that thing over there oh that's a weird thing we're flying our plane there's another other that's not a plane that's a light bulb in the sky or whatever um you know those sort of things um we'll go into more detail on what that mumbling was just now yeah. in a minute <laughs> yeah, uh, i don't know <laughs> I don't know much about light bulbs in the sky. Light bulbs in the sky. Um, but this was an actual, like, government-funded, uh, like, Department of Defense, like, uh, black money thing that uh, has since been, like, somewhat declassified um, that was happening from, I believe, like, 2007 to 2012. Uh, yeah, 2007 to 2012. Um, and... Uh, this is something like you've heard of like project blue book that was happening, uh, in the early, uh, 60, like the fifties and sixties, mm -hmm. there was a big, uh, government investigation of like UFO sightings, um, to see how legitimate they were and whatnot. Uh, and were those based in like civilian accounts? I think, mostly? I think, I think it was like all, all over. Like, I think it was like civilian accounts okay. and like, uh, military accounts as well. Cause this one that got shown and shown up in, uh, New York times was about, military specifically right? yes it, yeah. it sort of focused on on that things uh stories would sort of funnel down through the different branches of the military um into uh this program which was called the advanced aerial threat identification program uh or atip a-a-t-i-p -A -A uh and this was just like, it was a really interesting thing because on the front page of the New York Times, all of a sudden, like on the front page web, front of the website was just a video and it was a video uh, account of um, some, some pilots seeing a UFO. Uh, yeah. And it's, it's just like, it's not a very good image uh, because it's, it's just like on radar. Um, and... So it's not it's not like 4K uh 1080p HD you know type thing but um there's 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 a, like a gray screen and there's a dot in the middle of the gray screen and then there's a couple guys like what is that? What is that thing? Oh, it's moving so weird. Dude, it's going so fast. What the fuck? And that's kind of like a a paraphrase of what they say um they they literally say dude and bro in in Are the you, video. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, "Dude, what is that?" Uh, I don't know, bro. <laughs> which and assumingly these are like people flying their F18s around yeah, right, just like, right. "Dude, yeah. look at that." <laughs> <laughs> which I'm sure is how F18 That's, pilots talk actually. They're like, just human beings. That's yes. what I do when yeah. I drive around town. Dude, look at that. Dang. <laughs> is it a UFO? What's that, bro? <laughs> Whoa. Um, and so this, this like, this is the New York Times. Like, yeah. this is not the National Enquirer this or is not like your Info Wars. This right, is right. This is totally. the New York Times. Um, <laughs> uh, the article is very like uh, carefully crafted um, to just 
talk about like the existence of this program this program existed um and uh, looked into these reports um it doesn't specify if these reports are real or it doesn't go into their legitimacy or um they don't cast an opinion one way or then or, or the other if they think they're real um but this is something that the u.s government was doing as soon as five you know in 2012 not that long ago they were legitimately looking into ufos for a decent chunk of president barack obama's terms president right yeah it started it started a little bit before, before him yeah, totally. um and then eventually uh funding got cut um probably because it was just ufos someone said yeah, someone right. finally woke up and we're like you know we've been researching ufos for five years maybe we should stop doing that my understanding is it was a retired democratic senator harry reed's like pet project it he was kind like, of really yes. interested in it and uh it only came out in new york times because he retired and the like dude who was doing a lot of the research came out of the woodwork and was like hey look at this uh-huh yeah just it's all wild yeah um and so there were like fairly high ranking members of the government that were interested in this and that you know legitimate they legitimately believe that um you know these are something that we need to investigate um, uh, and even they are sort of careful to say, like, we don't know what this is, but, um, they are, they want to investigate these claims. So let's talk about these claims a little more. There's two, uh, main accounts that the New York times article goes into. Um, and if I can find out where I put them, um, and one of them is from 2004. Another one I think is a little more recent, um, and essentially, I'll talk. I'll talk about one of them. Uh, one of them, the one that happened in two thousand four. Uh, so these, there's, these F-18s are flying around. They took off from an aircraft carrier that's hanging out around um, in the Pacific Ocean, sort of like sixty miles from San Diego, like not off, not far off the coast. Um, and they're they're flying around, and all of a sudden, they they uh, they get this message from the aircraft carrier saying like, "Hey, go go check this stuff out over here." There's there's something weird like you they were going to do a drill but they they canceled the drill and they said like hey go over there about 50 miles and like there's a thing over there we want you to look at um and the guy the pilot um does that uh <laughs> and uh he they they have this thing on radar and then he gets to the point they're like okay you're at the point um so start like looking out your window for it and so he looks down and he sees in the ocean he can see something that he sort of describes looks like sort of like a seven, like an airplane. Um, but it's like under the water, but sort of just like shallow under the water. So the waves are breaking over it. Um, and he sees it there and he's kind of looking at it and he's kind of trying to figure out what it is. And so he starts kind of descending towards it. And as he does, he notices there's this other object that he's, he can't really describe as anything, but like a Tic Tac, um, uh, like flying around. And he's like, Oh, that's kind of weird. Um, <laughs> So as he's doing this, he's circling, doing a descent. And as he's circling down, this tic-tac sort of like mirrors his circle, um, but on coming up to him. And so uh, at, at a certain point, this pilot is just like, all right, we're going to, I'm going to go at it. Like, I'm going to go at it, which like, I don't know if that would be my instinct if I saw a UFO to just fly straight at it. Um, yeah. You know, occasionally I see tic-tacs and my instinct isn't to run at it. So... <laughs> 
uh, I can I can agree with you. Yeah. And I think this was like this was not a tic tac in size. I think it was a fairly. He said he described it. He said it was about the same size as his like fighter jet, um, flying around. But, but it just was kind just, of a weird capsule. But, yeah, like yeah. sort of like a capsule. Even, yeah, yeah. even life size tic tacs. I still don't choose to run at them. Yeah. Yeah. But would you fly at them? Uh, if I had the ability to fly, <laughs> potentially. <laughs> already a stretch <laughs> so um so this guy stops his uh he stops his sort of circle descent and he's like all right i'm just going straight at it and he just starts going straight at it and as he does it um it just flies away at the guy describes like an unbelievable velocity like it's just gone um and he like sees it go and um uh, the dude is just stunned like he can't believe this thing moved that fast so he goes back to s- try to look at the thing that was in the water um, and then that, that thing's gone as well. Um, I don't like it. I yeah. don't like it. It's it's not good. Why would you decide to fly at something solid? Like <laughs> what if like, it, like it what if it still, just doesn't move? Then you just <laughs> it was still pretty when he was. It was still he said it was still about a mile from him when he started flying at it. So he wasn't like trying to run into it or anything. Okay. He was just trying to get a little closer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um i thought he was trying to run into it yeah and he he kind of wanted to see what would happen because he wants to get a better look at this thing. i mean right anyone would want to know what happens if i run into this thing but at the same time i don't want to find that yeah (laughs) i don't want to find out if the answer is the option of me exploding i don't want to find out that i'd love to find out um it just like uh makes me super ripped and makes me 40 feet tall and you like... see you see oftentimes i i look at doors and i wonder <laughs> what would happen if i ran at that door <laughs> and then i usually can put two and two together and figure it and out don't. myself okay um, but that's why we're not in the military yeah that's why we're not flying these planes <laughs> <laughs> not because we don't know how but because we we don't run at doors or at like, giant we, we just have a sense of curiosity and foolhardiness to fly at things it's like true this. it's it, true it, like, uh yeah well they're they're military like air force recruiters are actually standing around by doors a lot <laughs> waiting to see who just runs at them you know um and actually in the harry potter books when he's running at the platform right. like nine three four, there was like yeah. a an aircraft recruiter like right behind him that was like that's the perfect candidate but then, harry <laughs> and then he went through it, the wall so. and he was in the recruiter, and the recruiter like, had some... every time damn it like <laughs> do you think he had some existential problems there too because the yeah, kid just disappeared into the pillar. There's a couple chapters about that okay, in the book, great. actually. Yeah, yeah, his yeah. eventual suicide. And, um, <sighs> it, it was a dark turn in a children's novel. And, I, uh, you know, I've read it and I don't remember those. I don't wild. remember that either. Yeah, but, but uh, it's I pr- go back. It's there. It's yeah, kind of like a Berenstain like <laughs> sort of situation. <laughs> um, so... <laughs> So the thing flies away okay. and the, the pilot goes back and looks at the thing that was in the water. That thing's gone. Yeah. So the, uh, he's talking to the aircraft carrier and the aircraft carrier tells him, okay, go to this other point. Like, um, go do this other thing. Um, and then he's like, okay, great. And so he's got his destination. He starts heading to his destination. And then the aircraft carrier calls him back and says, Hey, you're not going to believe this. That thing is there at your point now. And that's kind of the end of the story. Uh, I don't know. I think, I guess it was gone by the time he got there. Uh, but they, they had it on radar, like at the point they had chosen for him to go, uh-huh. um, which is kind of interesting. Uh, and they had also claimed um, right when he first saw these UFOs, 
Um, or I guess one of them was an unidentified swimming object, so that would be an Uso. <laughs> Uso. Uh, when he saw the UFO and the Uso, uh, they told him, like, these things have been popping up all day. Like, these things have been coming down from about 80,000 feet down to 20,000 feet um, and then going back up and fucking around. Um, and so that is an example of the types of incidents that... Uh, the advanced aerial threat identification program would investigate. Um, and the idea of this program was literally to just what it says to identify possible threats um, and to ensure that these things were not a problem. Uh, and, and of course, to ensure whether or not they actually happened, whether or not it was a radar malfunction, whether or not this guy was on drugs that day, um, uh, all, all of that as well. Um, so, uh, there have been like a lot of, it has sort of peaked like this conversation again, sort of in our culture because, uh, you know, conspiracies are kind of coming back, um, with like Alex Jones and turning the freaking frogs gay. And, um, oh man, I saw this great, like there was some like rainbow frog candy that someone put next to like a picture of Alex Jones, just like freaking out. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So that was a pretty good meme. Um, So anyway, this conversation is starting again about like, what are these incidents? Like how legitimate are they? Like there's people out there who say they happen, but there's not a lot of great um, proof. There's nothing. Documentation. Yeah. Yeah. And then the documentation that's there is, is muddy. It's like, here's a gray screen with a white dot in the middle of it. And some people saying that's a weird white dot, you know, what what is it? Right. And you and I could make that video in 20 minutes. Like, (laughs) you know, um, so this program, uh, it, it, it stopped happening. Um, they, the funding for it stopped in 2012. Um, there was, um, the leader of the program was saying the head of the program rather, um, did say he was like, it kept going afterwards, but we just didn't have any funding. And I was like, I don't know what you were doing then. Like, <laughs> like we were still looking. We were just still looking. Uh, so, but, so I don't know. He said that, but officially it stopped in 2012. Um, Look, once you join one of these programs, you never stop looking. And, and this man has not. Um, uh, What's his name? His name. I have it right here. Hold on. I'm looking for it. Uh, la, 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 la. Luis Elizondo. Uh, that's his name. Luis Elizondo. Yeah, he kind of looks a little bit like Guy Fieri. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. As I'm most scientists show, do. I'm going to show you you two a picture of him. Uh, Are you sure that's not just Guy Ferrari? <laughs> Fieri? Fieri. Uh, I don't know how to say his name. Yeah. No um, one does. It does look like a Hispanic version of Guy Fieri. It does, yeah. Um, and Is he wearing a Hawaiian shirt? he's almost wearing a Hawaiian yeah, it, shirt. It's that's, almost a Hawaiian yeah, shirt. It's not quite a Hawaiian shirt. That's um, pretty perfect. But I, he I'm does, go he's got really like the top three buttons unbuttoned and you're seeing a lot of chest you there. See, unfortunately he doesn't have like the frosted tips. He uh, doesn't, but he does have a white goatee. He does have a white goatee and I'm pretty sure that's just because he's old. I know, but he chose to well, have a goatee in the first place. It's true. It's which true. Is, it's a problematic choice. <laughs> It but if says you're gonna something chase, about your character. If the government's going to pay you to chase UFOs, UFOs, I'm sorry, uh, you're going to have a goatee probably. You're going to have a goatee. Now question, when he, when he drives to the sites, 
um, is somebody in the car next to him, and he's driving like a like a <laughs> Ferrari. Top I don't know. Down, like I don't know. I don't know what he drives. Ford. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is he driving? <laughs> what are those? We're about like, to go check out this new dive. <laughs> oh my god! This, this would be a great show. I would watch this show. Here they saw some aliens. Whoa! I love this sauce. <laughs> <laughs> So um, Luis Elizondo, he's still in on it. Uh, he has joined a group uh, that is called To the Stars. Um, go ahead, you the, raised your hand. I, I, I was I was making a motion to the stars. To the stars, uh, Academy of Arts and Sciences is the whole name, um, hmm. which also has um, oh man, the frontman from some band in it. Uh, I can't remember <laughs> what band. Um, Maynard from Tool? No, and my computer's being slow again, so <laughs> uh, my tab that I had open is hard to look at. Uh, but um, so it they they hired Luis Elizondo to be a part of this like group, or it's like a technically a nonprofit organization um, that's goal is to like basically continue what uh, ATIP was doing um, in the government to like research these these sorts of events um and and possibly other similar events their website is very like vaguely worded it's not like hey guys we're here to look at ufos don't worry we're looking we're checking out the aliens it's all like we're here for the advancement of knowledge and science and uh, yeah well that sounds that sounds like any like university's like mission statement Right, and it and it <laughs> seems like a university, um, the way they say it, because it's, um, of art and science. Of arts, and, it says Academy of Art and Science. Academy like, of Art and Science. Yeah. Right. Ugh. Uh, Ugh. Man, my computer. Uh, I'm... Tom DeLong, DeLonge, DeLong. <laughs> Hold on, let me click this link, and we'll f- we'll figure it out. Everyone. Thank you for listening everyone to this else podcast. Is just like, everyone else is just yelling at their, like, like come on. It's, it's like the guy, guy from Pearl Jam. Alien, Alien, Farm. Pearl Jam. <laughs> Alien Ant Farm. That would be perfect. It's the guy Blink. from Cake. I don't know. Okay, Blink-182. Okay. Wow, that's <laughs> not at all what I thought you would say. Yeah. I didn't either. Why? Uh, yeah, he, he's he's no longer a part of Blink-182. Well, and that's now fortunate. He is the, uh, he's like the art director at... Um, Academy, uh, fucking to, to, the, to stars. the stars. The, Academy of the Arts and Sciences. He's the dean. He's the dean. He's Dumbledore. He's Dumbledore. Um, and God. then uh, the other dude, Luis. He is uh the, he's like. Luis Elizondo is he's, his title is like, um, like, head of security at to the stars Academy of arts and sciences. And the way he sort of described his position was like, my job is to protect like people and places. <laughs> like, is he, I'm a superhero. Is he Nick Fury? <laughs> Nick um, Fury. <laughs> so yeah, he's uh, just, Wait, he's just trying to make sure that aliens aren't trying to come kill us. Can I summarize this real quick? Yeah. So a man who the government paid to investigate UFOs. Already a ridiculous (laughs) chain of events. Yes. Yes. 
leaves the government because they stopped giving him money reasonably. <laughs> and then the guy from Blink-182 calls him and says, I'm starting a school. Can you be my head of security? Uh, yeah, more or less. Um, it's I, I don't know exactly when To The Stars started. Uh, it may have already been a thing, um, but they did contact him uh, about a position there. Um, as a head of security uh, for like Earth security, global he's sort of head of he's Earth director security. of global security and special <laughs> programs. <laughs> uh, what is this? <laughs> and like they, um, so you go to their website and it's just like uh, they just have the two videos that the New York Times posted. Um, and then they have an interview with one of the, the pilots from the video, like the, the one I described, um, they interview that guy and he basically tells you, um, in more eloquent terms, what I told you about his story, uh, tic tacs and such tic tacs yeah. and whatnot. Um, and, uh, you can like donate money to the, to, to the stars Academy of Arts and Sciences. All good university websites have a donate page Yeah, and they don't tell you what they're going to use the money for. Yep. Well, he's going to use it for global security. Yeah. The Avengers. I swear this is made up. This is fake. It's, <laughs> yeah. There's a whole website. Tom DeLonge <laughs> is uh, the president and CEO. Um, <laughs> this is made up. Luis Elizondo, real. director of global security and special programs. Yep. And he, he has an academic background, which includes microbiology, uh, immunology, and parasitology with research experience in tropical diseases so uh there's actually i i watched a an extended interview with him and they asked him about that and he said like so i went to college in florida <laughs> and i probably didn't study as much as i should <laughs> that was his comment on his degree in like parasitology <laughs> it was just that he went to college in florida and didn't, didn't study, study as much as he should have <laughs> and if you the, I'll have a link to the interview that I watched um, and it's like 30 minutes of him answering questions and I just sort of skipped through pieces of it because he kind of talks very slowly and he talks around things as well uh, um, he he does a good job of like sounding sounding uh, professional and sounding intelligent without actually really saying anything at all um, It's it's sort of just like we need to use the scientific method to determine if truths are truths or if false things are false uh, or if they're not true. And we're just here to look for the truth. That's all we're doing. And he sort of doesn't quite, he knows that he doesn't want to sound too crazy. So he doesn't right, sure. come right yeah, out and yeah. say, we're looking for UFOs. He's just like, we're just trying to figure out what's real. Okay, everybody. <laughs> um, so, at To The Stars, there's also a person named Dr. Paul Rapp. I am his... looking also at this exact man <laughs> and his his title. Uh, please, please do tell us what his title is. He's a brain function and consciousness consultant. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Hold on. Hold on. No, 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 wait. He also serves on the editorial boards of the International Journal of Bifurcation and Chaos. Chaos and Complexity Letters. And cognitive neurodynamics. Hold on. 
Look, we've talked about a lot of bullshit on this podcast before. <laughs> a lot of stupid stuff. But like a lot of it is like like it's just it's just like people either trying to scam other people. Mm-hmm. Right. A lot of it is like people just being naive and believing in, you know, stupid things too. Uh but like they're trying they're trying. <laughs> I swear Wait, there's still no, This Brandon. seems like a legitimate endeavor. Brandon. It seems like they're actually doing this. <laughs> I know. The man of Blink-182 is very serious <laughs> about this. Oh, I feel like, man. I feel, like, I feel like the rest of the band is just like, guys, please stop using our name. Also, I'd like to point out that Dr. Paul Rapp, uh, brain function and consciousness consultant, looks the most <laughs> yeah. like... Uh, he looks like he's wearing a toupee and he's just an old white man who's your attorney uh, who looks a little bit like a turtle. Um, and uh, He looks like that one guy from uh, from Orphan Black. He kind of does look like the scientist from Orphan yeah. Black. Uh, <laughs> but just a little more of a pathetic version. Sorry, Dr. Paul Rapp. I know you're listening. <laughs> um, there's also Dr. Norm Kahn. Uh, he's just the national security and program management consultant, not Just national, not, not global, global security. Not global. Yeah. Really not the same. I really want to know what, like there's a whole list of people here. I want to know what do these people actually do? I want to know what they do on and a daily I, basis. Yeah. What is their, when they, they drive into work, they get to their office. What does global security, what does he do? Does he sit down at his desk and <laughs> or just, is he just like eye to the sky with a telescope like i'm looking for you look look i'm i'm pretty sure what's going on here is that they drive to work you know they they stand by the water cooler and uh talk about um cool names that they can give each other definitely and that's what they do all day <laughs> um, consultant uh, for the brain uh, brain function and consciousness. <laughs> they hire a lawyer just to make it sound yeah. more legit. Uh, this man whose last name is Semivan, sort of like minivan, but Semivan. <laughs> like a, it's, it's like, like a, a semi, but, semi, but it's <laughs> a van. <laughs> um, and then there's yeah, he was in. Then there's Blink One Eighty Two guy. For real. Um, this It sounds like I'm going to have to keep an eye on these people and see what they're doing. So far, they haven't done a whole lot. They really um, only only really started getting legitimate, uh, I think, recently. And they've put out... Really, all they've done is like released a couple of declassified like videos. All they did was... Basically, the government declassified some stuff and they just reposted it. Is so far, <laughs> mostly what they've done. Just a retweet. Um, and also, like, these people, they're interested in, like, making art. Like, Tom DeLonge is... Or DeLonge. I don't know. Um, he's, he's like, the head of, like, the artistic stuff. Um, and they're, like... Like, some of them are, like, trying to make movies and, like, write books and stuff. Um, and, like, inspire people to care about UFOs. Sure, you know, we should care about UFOs, but at the same time, you need to find proof of UFOs right. before we There's care about UFOs. a lot of people UFOs. that already care about UFOs, I think. That, that's not the problem. That's not the problem. It's yeah. finding the UFOs. Yeah. <laughs> and you haven't done that part. It does seem that they're accepting investments on a rolling basis, and so the first state to be open to this was New Jersey. Okay. That was January 18th, and now they're open to Texas as well. I'm I'm seeing that I can just invest 
I can just press this button right on the front of the website that says invest. Is there a, is there oh, okay. is there a default amount that it tells you to invest? Um, let me because click. we've seen some websites <laughs> where it's just a, a starting amount. Like here you go, boom. We already filled out the number yeah. for you. Uh, it looks like I can choose the number. Okay, okay. Yeah, so they there don't do have it for been you. some times where I've clicked donate money and it's like hundred dollars or, or seventy five thousand dollars. There, we'll just fill in that part. And go ahead. You, you, like, you could just hit done. Yeah, you're, you go ahead, hit done. Seventy five. Just put Perfect. your credit card. That's a great amount of money 000. to give us. Enter. Thank you <clears throat> for your donation. I'm curious. Um, I realize now I'm that I've never how... donated to anything in my whole life. That's probably fine. Yeah. Uh, because, um, you probably I none of us in this room have an extraordinary amount of money. So I think if, true. if we really took a lot of time and donated, I have an extraordinary amount of money, but it's how low it is. That's extraordinary. <laughs> <laughs> What's escrow escrow. Yeah. Cause they're, they're I don't they're, know. They're entering their first round of escrow. Oh, I don't know what that means at all. <laughs> oh, what does that mean? Um, I didn't know escrow was in rounds. I don't, I don't. <laughs> I don't. Let's, let's start with what is escrow. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, it looks like you can mail them a check, even. Yeah, uh, yeah, I can't surprised. believe anyone has ever done that. That seems like the worst idea. Mailing. A I check. once mailed a friend of mine twenty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Did they get it? And yeah, he got it. And I and I looking back, it was not even. It was just a couple of years ago. Like I could have just PayPal'd him twenty dollars, yeah, yeah, and have. I don't know why I did that. <laughs> uh, can we can we pay with PayPal for? Uh... To the to these to the people stars. to, the, to the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. <laughs> Man, you actually can't. Damn. <laughs> this opportunity to the, to the league of extraordinary gentlemen they don't have the anyone under Academy the age of, of 40 on their payroll and so they don't know that paypal exists they don't i think probably even the blink 182 front man is over 40 uh, oh he definitely is yeah. oh yeah 100 percent. oh yeah you don't uh, make a man. to the stars academy for the arts and sciences without man it looks like tom DeLong is co-writing with someone named suzanne young he's like co-writing books now there's one of these. One of these. One of these guys has a best-selling novel called uh, "Hunt for the Skinwalker." Ooh, that's a bad thing. <laughs> I don't. You know, we're all kind of. Oh, so <laughs> that's not the problem. The, the reason why that's so creepy is because it's not creepy enough. Skinwalker. <laughs> we all have skin and we all walk. Right. So right. you know, most of us walk. I think it's safe to say we all have skin uh, of some from sort. Doctor Colm Kelleher. That's an unpronounceable name. Also, there's too many. <laughs> anyway, so like Skinwalker makes you think like, so is it just only skin that's walking? Right. Is no why organs, that's so no creepy. Or, or is it? Yeah. Or is it someone adopting something else's skin? Oh, that's mm. gross. Yeah. Um, He's a biotech consultant. I don't know. <laughs> so, um. You that know, was a fun I, rabbit hole. I think we're coming a little bit to the end here. Uh, <laughs> Thank um, God. <laughs> and there's actually, I, I was looking to, uh, I was, you know, looking some of their, because I got to the stars has posted some YouTube videos and uh, there's actually been a lot of like UFO enthusiasts that are disappointed with to the stars. I am uh, also disappointed with to the stars. That, that are like, they've released some stuff and, but they're just like, you're not doing enough. Um, you've just like 
we've we've heard of like accounts from pilots there are many videos on youtube of pilots describing weird things they've seen that's nothing new um and they they literally like and these are people who like believe ufos exist and believe that there are legitimate sightings of them and they're saying the exact same things we in this room are saying now they're saying we need like the actual proof we need that step forward um <clears throat> and uh so they they are also waiting for more um many people are disappointed with to the stars academy of the arts and sciences and of course um they've, they've got time we'll see as long as they're it's only been five months right something like that um again i cannot i'm sure as soon as this podcast ends i will find the the An date of their point. of their <laughs> of their beginning um so so you guys didn't even talk about um, how many investors they have and how much money they've raised. I was oh. I, I was thinking about talking about that. Please so that counts. Tell me. So so they have almost three thousand investors, and the minimum investment is two hundred dollars. So you have to start with that. Um, they have raised uh, two million five hundred. <laughs> they've raised two point five million dollars. Yeah. And they're just like a bunch of people who don't even have a headquarters that are probably just sitting there I, getting I, a paycheck. I bet they have a headquarters. Is I, it the garage no, that Blink-182 I see this started now, now accepting investments from Texas. That is so weird. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, Texas. You're allowed to give us money yeah. now. Um. <laughs> I am now also on this website. Um, look, all I'm saying is that, you know, we have we have Nick Fieri. <laughs> where's Tony Stark? I mean, there's this guy named Steve Justice. Where's Where's Tony Stark? <laughs> oh man, it's all Steve great. Justice, that's that's too much. That's really just Steve Rogers. That's what Steve Rogers' name should be. Yeah, Steve Justice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're creating a superhero league. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, so. Keep an eye on this, folks, to the stars, Academy of the Arts and Science. Not even sciences. It just says of Academy of Arts and Science. The okay, actually, science. that makes sense. Never mind. Don't, um, don't, don't send the money. <laughs> you you know, I I think it's, you're just like paying these people. Look, if you're, thinking, yeah. if you're thinking of sending someone money because you're like, I need to send somebody money. You know, feel free to uh, reach out to us. You can send us money. Mulder was right. Academy of the Mulder and the Academy the right. of the of the Mulder and how we were right. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the Academy. That's the um, Academy. Um, interestingly, uh, the the Luis guy, uh, Elizondo, Luis Elizondo, he uh, is still bound by uh, like top secret security like clearance NDA sort the, of situation. yes yeah, yeah he has like an nda with the u.s government so he actually like cannot tell you as much as he would like to about ufos well doesn't that work in his favor because then you're like well he can't only tell us as much as he's told us but he knows more. yeah yeah you can sort of tread that line a little bit um that's probably how they've gotten two point five million dollars. Or he just doesn't know anything more. Well, it's probably like I once knew there was a ship in the Pacific Ocean at these coordinates for five minutes. Is like right. most top secret yeah, yeah, stuff. Yeah. I'm pretty sure is extraordinarily uninteresting because it's just yes. like ship movements. <laughs> yes. I'm like, okay, yes. no one really cares. It's just at stuff they don't the, want the enemy to know. At some point in the past, 
there was a ship here. Right. It exactly. is irrelevant now, <laughs> but at some point in the past. So be on the lookout, guys. Uh, there's some, you know, Oumuamua and uh, UFOs and all that. You know, stuff's, stuff's brewing. Um, new things are still happening. I find myself, uh, like, every time I sort of think about the nature of culture and, and things, I'm like, yeah, we're done. This Everything that has happened has now happened. Oh, Curtis. And no, no, more, no more new things have happened. And so then new things happen. And I'm like, great. That's neat. Uh, it's I'm always surprised when things continue to occur. I even now I'm like nothing more will ever happen again. I'm <laughs> in a, I'm completely in stasis. This is it. Well, from today, this point forward, today is Thursday. Today is Thursday. So it's gonna end and start over. Or, yeah. or is it the first day? Um, it actually at it actually, noon. Oh, we're in the actually, new yeah. day. Oh, yeah, this is God. This, this is this is the new one. We have seven days of new things. Coming new at things. Us. New things. Oh my God. <laughs> um, we'll be right. Uh, we'll be right back. Right after this. We'll be right back. Right after this. <laughs> hey guys, we'd like to talk to you about a cool new podcast that we're promoting here. It's called uh, Conspiracy Unlimited with Richard Serrett. Yeah, and uh, he talks all about a lot of conspiracies. He posts pretty often. Um, so if you're not getting enough conspiracy stuff from us, uh, check it out. If your palate is just like, if you are just insatiable about conspiracies. Well, and it sounds like it's a little more serious than what we do here and Mulder was right. It is a little more intense. Yeah, he talks to a bunch of people in their industry about all this stuff, whistleblowers, all that fun stuff. So definitely check it out. That's Conspiracy Unlimited with Richard Serrett. Once again, Conspiracy Unlimited with Richard Serrett. And we're back from our break. Uh over the break, uh, something occurred to us that Brandon has actually seen the X-Files. Um, <laughs> that wasn't... I, I was going to do it a little smoother than can you that. Can you tell us about the X-Files, Brandon? Because we've never seen the yeah, X-Files. Yeah. Uh, so there's this episode um, where... Uh, I actually forget if it's Mulder or Scully, but one of them orders a pizza. It's a really strange episode, but the pizza guy ends up being a vampire. please stop there yeah no i am yeah yeah, i'm going to it's a small part of the episode and it's really funny it's a uh, x-files is great you guys should i I, i've heard it i mean they're releasing new episodes like well i don't think those episodes are good it's it's not it's not a reboot either it's 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 continuation it's just old ass Mulder and old ass scully doing dumb x-files things i don't think it's good Uh, chris carter's bad i haven't seen it um, also, X Files is bad, but sometimes it's good. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. good that you haven't seen it. Uh, did you have anything else you want to talk about today, Brendan? I, I, you know, I, I don't have anything uh, <laughs> meaningful to add here. Um, I think that I think that you summed everything up. Yeah, um, pretty so, clean. So thanks for listening, folks. We're always glad to have you here. Um, and uh, you know. Are we still doing that survey thing, or uh, we're still doing the thing where people can talk to us? Oh, you've had a new thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah there is a new thing. Um, so uh, I saw that other podcasts were doing this, so we, we also hopped on. <laughs> we the are the first wagon. podcast to do this. We are the first podcast to do this. You are correct. <laughs> Groundbreaking, um, trend setting. So uh, if you Genesis. want to, chances are you have a phone. 
<laughs> hold on. <laughs> Wait, hold on. That, that sounds se- like a conspiracy to that me. That sentence was, if you want to, yes. chances are you have a phone. Yes. <laughs> I, I didn't know where I was going with that sentence as I started it. But chances are you have a phone. And chances are that phone will be able to call other people's phone numbers. Well... We here at Mulder was right, set up a voicemail. So if you want to, you can call our voicemail with any questions that you may have or just telling us how awesome we are. Mm -hmm. And we may uh, use it on an episode. So, you know, in this in this space here, we would talk about your question or something if you had it. Um, So the phone number is 505-652-7140. Once again, that's 505 uh six five two seven one four zero good job call into our voicemail leave us a voicemail yeah maybe we'll put that somewhere on the internet so they can see the number too yeah we won't maybe it'll be in the it'll be in the show notes show notes yeah show notes show notes put it on the twitter also yeah yeah it's gonna go up on the twitter great twitter sphere could also Um, have an email yeah i know Uh, there's something kind of cool about like slotting in audio from a voicemail uh, that seems kind of cool. Yeah. But yeah. 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 Speaking of speaking of our Twitter and our email, um, our Twitter and Facebook are at MWRcast. You can find us there. Um, you can also find our our email, which we occasionally talk about. Uh, Mulder was right. Cast uh, at gmail dot com. Yeah. People have sent us things there before. Yeah. Cool. Um, it's kind I of like a. But... You can go there. Um, I love that people can just pick up their old ass landlines. Like yeah. their old ass rotary phones and just call us here. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty good. I even I, I even <laughs> set up a voicemail like little recording thing so so you'll hear my voice. Um, That's wonderful. That'll be fun. So can, really when pleasant. you die, can I just call it a whole bunch? Yeah. Listen to your voice over and over again. Yeah. Just okay. just make sure that the line doesn't get disconnected when I die. Because theoretically, that's going to be years and years and years from now. Oh, Is he have to pay for theoretically. It? Uh, no, it's it's free. Okay. So, yeah, we don't have Great. to pay for it either. All right, you didn't know the rest of the plan. Okay, uh, never mind. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, you can find our website, <laughs> Mulder was right, uh, cast um, dot wordpress dot com. Yep. One of the uh, somewhere on the internet. Yeah. Um, Just look. Start looking at websites. One of you'll get there eventually. Uh, Mulder's right dot com is actually not us. That's incorrect. Really? MulderWasRight.com really? has no relation to this podcast whatsoever. <laughs> is it something seedy? Um, it's a, it's a, it's an old like Tumblr account that like last published in like 2012. I I was hoping you were gonna say Angel Fire. I like, wish to be really uh, topic like on in time with X Files. Yeah, once again, once nice. again, haven't haven't watched. No, that's fine. The show. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, guys, next week. Christian Tadino is going to be on the podcast. Christian Tadino. He does the music for the show. I've never heard of him. Or rather, he did the music once, and we've continually replayed it every yes, time. Yes, he, he doesn't do he's it not every, here live. every week. Although, I'm sure we're going to make a joke about him being live uh, next week. Um, you know how like you know how they have the, those like late-night shows, um, and they, for whatever reason, like the comedian has to like talk to the head band guy? And I'm just like, yeah. it's like part of the business. Yeah. Know? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, why do I care about your opinion? Yeah. Like he's going to be that guy. David Letterman and Paul Schaefer. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to be that guy. He'll be the Paul Schaefer. He'll be, he'll be Paul Schaefer. You'll be David Letterman. That's... And I'll also be David Letterman. <laughs> we'll all be David. Except for want... him. He's we'll... Paul Schaefer. Oh, okay. I was going to say, could I be Barack? Because he just interviewed Barack Obama, Barack Obama for <laughs> okay. a Netflix show. Uh, have you seen David Letterman recently? No. He has a huge beard. It's incredible. That's it. He just, yeah, he <laughs> it's has incredible. A really, he has a really big beard. It's cool. 
Mm. <laughs> anyway. This interview with Obama is really nice. I'm on MulderWasRight.com right now, and it looks like it is uh, conspiracy-related, yeah. which makes sense. It is It is conspiracy-related. They um, don't believe in global warming, uh, so that's a problem. Oh. Yeah, but once again, like the last updated thing is like from like 2012. Yeah. Okay, but Mulder, Mulder definitely now. believes in global warming. That's so weird because the position of the X-Files is really... You know, like it's not a conservative conspiracy. No, it's not. At any at any point, is it like it's all like, wow, the government's bad and it's hiding things from us, which is the opposite of. Uh, well, conservatives just... believe that a lot, actually. They okay. do. Right. They it's... are they are very much minimal, things... minimal government. Sure, it's it's fair. but it's strange the because things that they think that they're I mean, hiding I mean, are different. I mean, it's, Alex yeah. Jones is very. I know. Conservatives. We don't have to talk about it. Anyway, anyway, thanks guys for listening. (laughs) That was a long tangent. That was all in our closing final thoughts. We'll see you next week. Thanks for having me. Wake up, sheeple. Oh, wake up, sheeple. did really good i like you're so you just knew it was happening yeah because we've done it like 50 times yeah